Welcome to Road to Billions Podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur. With your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, how you guys doing today? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, the Road to Billions Podcast. And I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in on the podcast, man. You feel me? There's a lot of people who, um, like I always say, every podcast will give me good feedback. Some people want to give me negative feedback. It's whatever. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about it. But I do want to shed light on the positive aspects of everything. You know, everybody who's giving me good reviews, everybody who's continuing to support me. Um, for people who I don't know who still support me, I want to wish you the best of luck in your journey. And I want to say I appreciate you because it's not easy out here. Trust me. I know a lot of us go through things that we don't talk about. And it's cool. You feel me? That's why I talk on this podcast so freely because... I'm not afraid to be judged. You feel me? So I'm a I'm a hundred. So I want to share things that I went through in my life and experiences that I can always give you guys. And if you guys relate to it, you guys relate to it. If you guys don't relate, it's cool. But I know for some of you, you guys are gonna relate. And for some of you um, who don't relate to everything, there's still a bit of information in every episode that I have that will still give you a new perspective on the idea you already have about something. If that makes sense. So, you know, this be open to different perspectives because I feel like I can break things down pretty easily. But enough of that being said, um, you know, I'm recording in my living room, but I'm actually recording on my phone today. And I didn't want to set up my podcast system. You know, I didn't want to set it up. And sometimes you got to, you know, change things around a little bit. You get me? And, um, you know, the topic of discussion was um, should two people who are in a relationship work on the same business model? And, you know, before I get started into that, you know, it was a lot that transpired in my personal life that obviously led me to being a solopreneur. You feel me? Entrepreneur. And it wasn't easy. You get me? It was, it was times where I wanted to just, you know, give up, you know, give up in a lot of business dealings. But it was because I was dealing with, you know, people who were so attached to business. You get me? I just couldn't walk away from certain things. And, you know, that created a little bit of um, burdensome on me and I'm not referencing this to like being in a relationship but I'm just saying you making sure that you're the person you're taking care of first is your priority right you want to make sure that if this business goes bad what would you do after right and I feel like a lot of people they they're so quick to just jump into business with their with their spouses and everything without thinking about the the complete risk. You get me? Like, if you're not a risk taker already, and I mean this with all sincerity, if you're not a risk taker, and all risk is is high risk, get me? There's no risk that's lower than any risk. Like, people be like, lower risk. It's all risk. You get me? It just sounds good. So, you got to think about it. Is this person that you're working with, are they willing to go through the struggles? Are they willing to go through the wins? And what are you going to do after you win? What are you going to do after you lose? And I feel like if you're going to go into, you know, business with your spouse, there's a lot of things that need to be said, right? Which is who's going to run the business? You know, who's going to be the person in charge of the finances? Um, and on the other person's end, what, what, there's, what their roles and responsibilities are. Because don't get it confused. Business is a beautiful thing when you're working with someone you love, Right. But I don't think two people share the same passion. You know, as bad as we want to say, yeah, we have the same vision for everything. Their vision and your vision 
may be two different visions, right? Their passion and your passion may just be the same thing, but in exactly the same way, right? Like you might have a passion for real estate, and this person has a passion for real estate, but they just want to be a realtor. And you might just want to be a developer, and they may never want to trans translate themselves over to the development side and land development side. They're okay with just selling to people on just being a realtor. And if you try to force that person to become a developer, you're now causing friction. And the same thing, vice versa. You get me? Developer going to realtor. And I feel like a lot of people, they underestimate the first and foremost the power of two minds because that's a beautiful thing when you have two minds there collaborating on the idea that is one is a spiritual thing because you got to be aligned to have the same vision. And for number two, you got to believe, right? So you got to visualize, you got to believe. So one thing can't be without the other, right? Both people have to be on the same frequency. So now you're relating to another person, right? So what I'm pretty much saying for this first part is when you're working with someone in anything, spouse, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you have to really ask them, what is it that you really want out of this? You know, what do you see this in the next five, 10 years, right? What do you want for yourself? And I think a lot of people, they, um, they're caught up in the moment. They're caught up in the love. They're caught up in the lust. They're caught up in the, the misconception that we're going to stick it through no matter what. And that sounds good, you know, but people win 2023. You know, that was probably 1990, 1990s love, 1980s, 1970s love. It's a different type of love nowadays. This is a love that, yeah, you're going to find a love, but you're going to find it through a struggle. And you may not find love in this generation. You might find love in another, in another lifetime, right? And when I say that is, you may not be fully committed to somebody. And if you are fully committed to somebody, know it's pros and cons to either side of the spectrum. So if you do get into business with somebody you love, understand as many things that's going to affect the business and it's going to affect the relationship. Can you divide the relationship in the business? Is it only going to be about business? Are you only going to be focused on social media? Are you only going to be focused on money? Is the romance still going to be there after a bad day happens in business? Can you translate that into a nice day anyways? Can a bad day be turned into a great day? So you want to ask this person, where do you see the business going? Because sometimes people are just only following your lead and you want to be the person who is also giving the other person the upper hand to feel like they are also contributing, you know, because it's a, it's a, it's a one-on-one thing. You know, I'm on your team. You're on my team. You're doing well in your, what you're doing. I'm doing well on what I'm doing. Let's bring it together. But you have times where both people may not be on the same type of um, frequency, right? And that's not a bad thing. It just means that um, you just need to focus on what matters right now, right? So whatever the goal is, that's what you have to continue for yourself to achieve for the business. Because I don't want you to get into business with with a spouse. And if 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 it falls apart, it falls apart. Now you're like, oh, damn, it fell apart. You know, I hate for I hate seeing young brothers. And I had that situation myself, you know, great business. 
And you want to think about what went wrong. You want to think about what went right. And there was a lot of things that went wrong that I could say partially was my blame, partially was the other person blame. But, you know, me being a leader I am and being an accountable person I am, I'm going to say I was the one to blame. You feel me? Because I'm the dude. So you want to look at it like how much more could you take, you feel me, as being a spouse, as being a business partner now? You want to think about what is it going to come? What's going to come from that? You know, are you going to feel um, affected? Are you still going to feel the same? Are you going to feel neglected? Is frustration going to build up? And on the good side of things, is business going to take off so well that you're going to forget what we what we had, where we started? You know, now we're spending five, ten thousand dollars on things that we never could afford. So let's slow down a little bit because it's people who look at ten thousand, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, and then they realize that that's not going to be something that they ever see in their lifetime. Let alone if they do come across it. It's going to be hard. So what I'm letting you guys know is don't fall victim to falling. Don't fall victim, victim to um, like being like being oblivious. Right. Let your partner know. Hey, listen, I'm trying to become this person. And this is where the business could take us. I want you to understand whatever per, whatever person you're trying to become. I want you to operate at the highest frequency. So when we come back together and we put it on a drawing board, we're building a dynasty. And it's not just some, something play play. You get me? And the older I get, the more I realize like the energy I conceive is not to be given away as a man. And the energy as a woman isn't to just give that away neither. You know, that entertainment, that value. So when you're there with someone who appreciates you as a business partner, appreciates you as a spouse as well, take gratitude in that. You get me? Because you know that person for who they are already. It's not like you already, let's just say you got into business first, then you became there. Like it's, you had a spouse, you told them the idea, you guys made a great um, commitment together to build the business, and now the business flourishes. That's a beautiful thing because you know this person inside out. It may not be perfect, but at least I'll trust this person 99% of the times. You give me the 1%, you still got to think about it, you know, slime you up. So it happens, right? There's not going to be a good or bad day in business. There's going to be fluctuations in business that affects anybody who's in business. And if you're in business with someone who's your spouse, unfortunately, that's going to affect them as well and it's going to affect you. And it's going to be awkward sometimes if you know the business is in a deficit. And it's going to be good and when you know the business is at profit. But thinking about everything that you have to do in order to sustain the business takes a lot of leadership, takes a lot of understanding, takes a lot of communication. And if you guys never had this type of communication and understanding, then you better get to it. Right? But I'm all for everybody working with their spouse on the business but to be realistic, just do your own thing, man. It's okay. It's okay to not have that power couple who open the same business up. It's okay not to be a Jay-Z and Beyonce. We don't know what they really got going on. You get me? We don't know if Jay-Z just probably finally just retired and he just 
you know, overseeing Beyonce's career now, right? And we don't know if Beyonce is still teaching Jay-Z, like, from just an artist standpoint, how an executive should run a business, how they should be felt, right? So she knows what moves the crowd. He knows what makes money. So they're, they're, they're balancing, they're, they balance each other out. And that's the same thing you need in a relationship. You don't need someone to feel like they're the singer and you're the rapper. And now you're in the same song trying to out-rap each other, trying to out-sing each other. Or you have a, a Drake-type motherfucker and SZA and they're doing back and forth. It's just a lot going on, you know? You want to keep everything, like, professional. You want to keep everything still, like, romance. You get me? But you want to separate that. And... um I'm going to keep it real. Something that I learned in the past that I wasn't really, um, I should have just stopped doing this a long time ago. When I had a relationship, you feel me? I used to be like too romantic, you know? I used to be too like lovey-dovey and shit. And I used to be too um, accepting. And I feel like now, since I'm in business, like real, like sharks, I'm talking about like real estate and contracting, just seeing people for for who they are, you get a skin that you don't really, you never really had. Like, you get some type of different type of skin. And, um, you know, I look back at that. Sometimes I cringe. I'm like, damn. You know, I kind of let up a little bit, you know, now. But in the past, man, I was so passive. And as a man, understand that your role isn't to be, um, isn't to control your woman. It isn't to be disrespectful to her. Is it? It isn't to have no type of um shame over her. Because... You may feel some type of way if she she's obviously more educated and brings more value to the business to you. But you might have to look at it like, what are you doing as a man that's obviously keeping the business sustained? Are you are you are you getting the money in there? Are you having the money? Do you have the job? Do you have the income? If she's bringing the value and she's bringing the intellect. You bring them. You bring the money. Like I said, Jay Z and Beyonce. Someone, someone makes the money. Someone is the product. You get me. So it's a balance. It's a, it's a, it's a thing that you have to understand between each other. And it's not an ego thing, and it will never be a pride thing. But I feel like a lot of people have to put aside the things that they don't want to do in order for things to be successful. One of us may have to just bite the bullet sometimes and bite the dust, but it doesn't count because. It's not favors being done. You get me? It's not, it's not like we're paying someone else's bills. We're building something that could potentially and will sustain us for the rest of our lives. 50, 75 years from now, 100 years from now, you think it's going to be built in a day? Come on, man. If something has to be so sound to last hundreds, even thousands of years, think about how, many, how much planning and how much thought process, you know, drawing fuck-ups went into that to make that a solid structure, to make that a solid plan, to find that solid solution. So what I'm telling you guys is you don't have to be on the same type of team, quote-unquote, as your spouse, like I mentioned before, the same type of industry. But what I'm saying is starting a business that you guys can make money together, hell yeah, start that shit, man, go for it. See where it takes you. My story may not be your story. Your story may not be her story or his story. But make that a part of your journey. You know, why not bring that up to your spouse? 
But like I said again, don't force it on nobody. Because the same way you want somebody to give you freedom, give that person freedom as well. You know, I'm a person, I'm going to be 100. In the past, I was very controlling because sometimes, I'm, a, I'm not going to say controlling. I just feel like I have strong leadership capabilities and, and, and abilities. And I feel like when other people are doing certain things, I see um, another version of it, you know? And this version may be a lot more better and cleaner. <laughs> you feel me? And I'm going to just, like I said, I don't try to blame it on anybody. I try to blame it on myself because I'm a real big perfectionist. You get me? If something's not perfected to the T, everybody around it feels me. And everybody around it feels it. And I try to be really respectful to everybody because I know how it feels when someone is giving me criticism and I may not be able to bite the bullet. Right? And I have to understand, like, a lot of people don't understand my level of communication is giving tough love. But if I don't give you no, if I don't give you no type of criticism at all, we can't grow as a team. If you can't give me criticism, I can't grow. If I can't give you criticism, you can't grow. Together, we can't grow as a team. So it's like everybody has to focus on their strong points, right? Be the person you need to be. If you know you got to be that person now in order to chill later, just do it. People going to talk about it now. Yeah, whatever. Oh, they think they cool. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, they got a little business. Oh, shit, they got a franchise. Oh, they got a corporation. Oh, shit, they got a damn private equity firm. Oh, my God. What are they doing? Now people are like looking at you like, oh, wow, they done cracked the code. But it's going to start from a simple, hey, do you want to hear this idea? And I'm telling you guys, millions were made, billions were made. Think about how many couples are well off right now. And we don't know them. There's plenty. Not everybody had 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 that successful business, right? When I say successful, I'm not talking about millions. They probably could have cashed out seventy thousand, took that seventy thousand, and that's success to them, right? That's success to me anyway. Seventy bands is still a lot of money. Shit, a hundred thousand, millions. You get me? But what I'm saying is, everybody doesn't have the same type of success. Everybody doesn't have the same type of goal, right? They probably wanted to do a meal. They probably got 70000 out of the business. They probably only put in a few thousand. They won. Anything that you feel like you could do for your spouse to elevate their life, to elevate your life, do it. And if it, does, if it doesn't work, don't look at it like it's their fault. Don't look at it like it's your fault. Look at it like a learning experience. Take accountability for it. Take accountability for what you feel like you could have done better. You know, what you feel like. Okay, next time I'm going to do this and this and that. And then you come back to the drawing board. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But always remember, you guys, dreams are not nothing until you actually put them on paper. And once you put a thought to paper, it then, it then is going to manifest into reality. But you got to follow the steps. You got to believe that whatever's in your mind is going to come to fruition. So if I see a Lamborghini year, it's all black, matte black, pushing down L.A., Atlanta, you feel me? And I write it down, and I see it, and I have it around, and I have it everywhere, and I see it every day, and I manifest, and I, and I smell the Lambo, and I can feel the texture of, the, of, the, of every type of leather in there. 
the slick cloth, you feel me, in between the cushions. You know, the perf- the, perf- the perfected stitched um, gears. Put it on paper, man. I'm just fucking with you guys. You know, I just got to blab a little bit before I end the podcast. But anyways, yeah, check out the other episodes, man. I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Billings Podcast. It's been an amazing journey. It's like 1 a.m. right now, but it is what it is, man. I just love you guys, and I just love talking to you guys. So take care, and we'll talk soon. Appreciate you.